Cool. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. This is episode six. Uh, going to be relatively short for today. A little busy. But this is definitely for all my college football fans out there. So let's take it all in. College football is back. Uh, it's just me today, solo dolo. Everybody busy, either at school or working. You know what I'm saying? Today, my off day. So I just decided to <laughs> go ahead and get it cracking. Um, been waiting on this for a few weeks, actually. So if you can, man, subscribe to this. Uh, definitely going to get posted on SoundCloud. Um, I'm going to try to. This episode, I think I found out a way now how I can put this on Apple Podcasts. I know that's probably easier for a lot of folks than just downloading SoundCloud and finding this and then me dropping the link. But I can just show you that it's actually on uh, Apple Podcasts. So I'm going to try to see if that works. What I found out, what I saw, if I can get that to work, it will be on Apple Music. So you can see it. Well, not Apple Music. I'm sorry. Apple Podcasts. So you can go to your podcast, subscribe to it. And start getting episodes from there from now on. I'll just be able to drop it from there. Um, but right now, if not, of course, just keep on listening to it through SoundCloud. Um, I definitely will drop the links on my Twitter. Uh, so follow me on Twitter at I am underscore M Sanders underscore. Uh, and it'll be on my Instagram as well at Easy Money Sanders. So um, just be on the lookout for that. All right, cool. Now that we got that intro out the way. Yes, college football season is upon us here. Man, I I, I can't believe this. We're finally here. We done made it. Um, so the first thing I like to look at when I go into talking about college football is looking at the rankings. Um, I like looking at the AP rankings to see who they have within like the top five, within the top ten. And, you know, you look at some of the sleeper teams outside of it. Because when you look at it, you know, when you look at the rankings, you try to figure out, of course, like where your team that you that you that you rock with, where they're ranked, where they're ranked at, and possibly how much closer uh, they could be to making or missing um, the college football playoff. So sometimes, really, just looking at that, looking at that top six, when you look at that top six, that's what really motivates. Um, a lot of people. Um, so of course the preseason, the preseason rankings. Now games have been played, but right now it still hasn't been a full week for everybody to play. Opening weekend for uh, a lot of the schools are this week. This is week one. Week zero is last week. I don't get why they have a week zero, but whatever. So of course when you see uh, the preseason top twenty-five rankings, I'm just start with the top ten. Um. Clemson, Alabama at number one, number two. Clemson received 52 of the 62 number one votes. Um, Alabama got the other 10. So, yeah, Clemson at one, Alabama at two. And it's pretty much, you know, I think right now it's definitely uh, them two and everybody else. It's definitely a gap between those two. Uh, Georgia, go dogs, is at three. They're close, but I don't know if they're just close enough. That's what I'm saying. I still think it's a gap. Um, Oklahoma at four, Ohio State at five, LSU is at six, Michigan is at seven, Florida is at eight, Notre Dame is number nine, and Texas is number ten. Um, what's interesting to me in that top ten, 
uh, is definitely if you look at number four, number five, uh, which is Oklahoma, Ohio State, both of those guys are dealing with um, new quarterbacks transferring in from um, schools that's ranked above them, actually, at number two and number three. Uh, Oklahoma ranked at number four, getting Jalen Hurts. Yeah, getting Jalen Hurts. Um, transferring from Alabama, of course, 26-2 and two as the starter. Um, multiple? Yeah, he got multiple national championships, don't he? No, he just has one. I'm sorry. He played the Deshaun Washington game. I'm tweaking. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so he's coming in, transferring to, to Oklahoma, which is what I call now the quarterback U. Um, they, they, I mean, the last two Heismans, the last two first-round picks, and, I mean, countless of older quarterbacks who's, who's you know, been pretty successful at Oklahoma and gone on to the NFL. Um, Jason White, Sam Bradford, just to name a few. Um, heck, made even Blake Bell look good. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know who Blake Bell is, just Google him for Oklahoma. And then number five, Ohio State um, has uh, Justin Fields, um, the former number one player in the country um, back in 20, what, 17, 2018. Uh, spent this freshman year as a true freshman at Georgia. Um, was in a quarterback competition between him and, and Jake Fromm. And, uh, of course, Jake Fromm came out on top. Uh, Justin Fields decided that, you know, he wanted to transfer and ended up going to uh, Ohio State. So those two teams I'm kind of interested in looking in because, you know, um, they've been pretty successful. But now they got new quarterbacks and they're, you know, transferring in, just wondering how that's going to go. So, of course, looking at those two teams uh, right there, as we get into like 8, 9, 10, Florida, Notre Dame, and Texas. Um, In my opinion, I feel like that Texas, I feel like Texas might be a little bit overrated. Like every, every time, like, they do they they've done this the past few years. Like they they'll be quiet, they'll go like five and seven, six and six, seven and five, like, you know, getting into barely getting into a ball game or whatever. And then they're out of nowhere they'll come out and they'll have a, a nine win, ten win season, maybe eleven, if you include the bowl game like they did last year. And then it's oh, Texas is back, Texas is back. And then I think the last time that was preseason ranked top 10 was like a few years ago, maybe like 2013, 2014, something like that. They finished 5-7. So, you know, I'm not completely just sold on them yet. Just based off of the history, I really don't know. I can't trust them. And with Florida, I think their defense is going to keep them into a lot of games, but I'm still not a fan of Felipe Franks. Uh, people saying like this is the best his mechanics has looked. And – I mean, y'all saw the game last week against Miami, which we're going to get into. But y'all saw the game last week. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think I think their defense for sure is going to keep them in a lot of games. It's going to keep them in a lot of games. But I honestly just feel like that they're, those two teams right there, Texas and Florida, slightly just a little overrated. Now, if they win their games they're supposed to win, they do what they're supposed to do, then, you know, sure, I'll give them their credit. But I think they're slightly overrated so far this year. Um, Then once we get here, I call these like the middle of the pack teams. who They're like sleeper teams, but they definitely make impacts. Uh, Number 11, you got Oregon. 12 is Texas A&M. 
Washington at 13, Utah at 14, Penn State at 15, Auburn at 16, UCF at 17, Michigan State at 18, Wisconsin 19, Iowa at 20. Um, the reason why I call them impact teams is because I don't think neither of those teams uh, would probably make the college football playoff. Um, I mean, Oregon has its best shot from the Pac-12, clearly. Then in Washington and then Utah, clearly. Those are the three-headed monsters there. Um, what I look at is Texas A&M at 12, the impact that they have on it because the fact that they got to play LSU, they got to play uh, Alabama. Um, who else is there? Who else are they playing? Clemson. So they look. They're facing the number one, number two, and I want to say the number. They yeah. They got. They facing four out of the top ten teams this year. Technically, uh, I mean, they next week they go to Clemson. Uh, they get they get they get Alabama in October at home. They have to go to Georgia in the end of November, and of course they finish the last game in Death Valley against against uh, LSU. So I mean that. These 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 games that they have are, are tough, are tough. But at the same time, they make a lot of impact. I mean, I don't know if they'll be Clemson, I don't know if they'll be Bama, but for sure the Georgia and LSU game are going to have impact. Um, it's going to have a major impact on where they sit in standings and who may get in and get out. They can ruin basically a lot of teams' chances of getting into the college football playoff. Um, honestly, I see. Oh, and they gotta play Auburn too, so um, that's a toss-up game. But I, I, I mean, I'm guaranteeing them that they get. Or they got one already. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, I mean, I, I see a guaranteed seven wins already. A uh, toss-up game is for sure against Auburn. That can definitely give them eight. Um, if they upset LSU or Georgia, that's nine with a bowl game. So of course, ten. So there it is. Um, I mean, it's a strong, it's a strong possibility of them like having a high ranking, but I don't think that they'll make the college football playoff. But they can mess up other team chances of getting in. Um, and that's that's really that's really it from there. Then uh, of course, to finish out the top twenty-five, Iowa State at twenty-one, Syracuse at twenty-two. First time Syracuse has been ranked in the AP preseason top twenty-five since nineteen ninety-eight. That was back when they had Donovan McNabb, Dwight Freeney, Marvin Harrison. Woo, long time ago. Uh, Washington State at 23, Nebraska at 24. I don't know why they're ranked. And Stanford at 25. So those are the preseason rankings. As far as, like, who I think is too high, um, I kind of kind of already hinted at it. Uh, kind of already hinted at it with Florida and Texas. I think they're good, but I don't know if they was just top 10. Uh, I think really just for Texas, maybe Sam Ellinger, you know, maybe it's Sam that we can figure it out, figure that out on. And with Florida, I just think it's because of their defense. Um, who I think is possibly maybe too low. Um, I, I I would I would say I would say actually maybe maybe Washington. I think Washington could have been a top ten team. Maybe them or Oregon. I mean, Oregon's right at 11, so I don't know. That's why I feel like the teams are maybe like too high, too low. Um, but for sure, a dark a dark horse um, within these top 25 rankings here, preseason-wise, is who I see uh, 
it's definitely between it's definitely between the nine to 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 sixteen range. Um, Auburn has a lot of impact on on the college football playoff. Penn State does. All three Pac-12 teams does. That's that's ranked in there: Oregon, Washington, Utah, Texas A&M, Notre Dame. If they go undefeated again, if Notre Dame goes undefeated again, I think it'll be harder this year than it was last year. But I mean, the schedule is a little bit more tougher this year, just because. Uh, I mean, they start out with Louisville on Labor Day Monday. Um, they get they got New Mexico in a non-conference game, but on the twenty-first they're going down to Athens to play Georgia. Um, uh, late October, they got to go to the Big House to Ann Arbor and play Michigan. That's definitely going. That might be a, a elimination game at that point. And then uh, they finish on um, they finish the year against Stanford. So, uh, just the impact on them to see if they go undefeated because if they can go undefeated again, that already knocks out a conference champion. Um, that knocks out a conference champion if they go undefeated again. I don't think they will, but it's still a possibility there because, you know, we, we just never know. So definitely Notre Dame. Uh, Michigan. Um, I, Michigan is a dark horse to me still. I don't I don't know what exactly they're going to do. They just got to beat Ohio State. I mean, it's simple. It's simple. I think they're, they're pretty much going to be favorite. They're going to be favorites in every game that they have. They're going to be favorites in every game that they have pretty much. And then it's just – it's just a toss-up between them and Ohio State. And if they don't have a slip-up, um, if they don't have a slip-up, if they don't have a slip-up between somebody they're not supposed to lose, like, like I said, I think they're favorites. They're favorites in every game that they have. I think for sure they open up the season with uh, MTSU. Uh, that's my alma mater, by the way. Go Blue, Blue Raiders. <laughs> Uh, but definitely go. They definitely gonna, they should get a dub in that one. Army should get that. Favorites against Wisconsin. I think they can beat Wisconsin. I think they can beat Rutgers, Iowa, Michigan. I mean Illinois. Um, they have they have to go to they have to go to Happy Valley against Penn State. But I think they're okay. I I mean the the, the crazy thing about it is most of their tough games that they have is at home. They're at home to Ohio State. They're at home to Michigan State. They're at home to Notre Dame. The only tough road game, only two tough road games they have to me is Penn State and Wisconsin. Everybody else, everybody else they got at home. They got Iowa at home. They get Notre Dame at home. They get Michigan State at home. They get Ohio State at home. So I don't know. We're kind of running out of excuses here for um, for Harbaugh here to, to figure out what they're going to do. Um, and, and then LSU. I'm looking at LSU too. Um, can they compete with Alabama in the West? Um, they start off against Georgia Southern. I mean, they already got an elimination playoff game pretty much in week two that next week against Texas. That's gonna be a great game to see. Uh, um, they, they get Florida. They get they got Florida at home in October. So. See how that goes. So Vince, they lost last year. I think. I think. Oh, I think Florida gave them their first loss uh, last year. Of course, Auburn. That November. That November game in Alabama and Tuscaloosa and Texas A and M. And I mean, but like I said, the great thing for them this year too is is that they're getting A and M at home. They're getting Auburn at home, and they're getting LSU. They're getting Florida at home. 
And now they're on a neutral side against Texas, but they have to go to Tuscaloosa this year. Um, but definitely interesting to see. I think those three, those teams right there are definitely the, the dark horses to me. LSU, Michigan, Notre Dame, and possibly, possibly Oregon, if they can get this first first win against uh, Auburn. That's where I'm. That's what I'm looking at for that. Um, for those who don't know, this is the 150th season of college football. Man, college football has been around for 150 years. That is crazy how long the college football has been around. And normally, like the teams that are powerhouses now, your Alabamas, your teams down south, in the beginning, they wasn't <laughs> uh, those dominant teams, actually. Like, man, it used to be actually up in the northeast, your Yales, your Harvest, your Hostras, your Browns, all your Ivy League schools, for real, Rutgers. Like, <laughs> them them were like powerhouses back then, man. Like, you know, don't... You wouldn't, you wouldn't know that now just because of how things have changed within within the time. But definitely, man, it's going to be a lot of good things to watch out for on ESPN, on these different uh, uh, conference networks that they, everybody has now, ACC Network, ACC Network, Pac-12 Network, Big Ten Network, um, all have their own little network now. So definitely be on the lookout for some of these stories, man. There's going to be a lot of enlightenment going on uh, this year in college football. Um there's always a lot of bold things happening, a lot of stuff that, you know, you kind of predict on that you think may or may not happen. Um, and I got some bold predictions this year. Now, when I say bold, I mean bold. I'm not talking about, oh, somebody's going undefeated because that's a good chance that somebody will. That's That ain't bold. I'm talking about something that legit, I mean, it could legit happen, but it's a stretch. But don't be surprised if it happens just because of how everything is looking. Um, one bold prediction I got, I'm going to give probably like two or three, but one bold prediction I got for sure, um, just because of how crazy the Pac-12 is, I'm going to say that Arizona State wins the Pac-12. Not Oregon, not Washington, not Utah. Utah looked a little little shaky last night, but it was a rivalry game against BYU. Um I'm gonna say Pac. I'm gonna say Arizona State wins the Pac-12. <laughs> that's that's very bold. I know that's very bold. I'm gonna say Arizona State wins the Pac-12. Um, UCF. UCF does not go undefeated in the regular season this year. In the regular season, if not the regular season, they won't represent. They won't represent the group of five. Yeah. So scratch that. I'm not gonna say regular season because I'm looking at their schedule now. They they don't they don't play Memphis, but they have Stanford. They have Stanford, the 14th. So you know what? I'm gonna stand by that. U UCF would not go undefeated in the regular season. And if they do go undefeated in the regular season, they won't represent the group of five in in the New Year's Six. It won't be them. It won't be it won't be UCF. They will either lose in the regular season, they'll lose a regular season game, or if they do make it to the AAC Conference Championship, which they they still probably will if I if I'm thinking they lose who I think they'll lose to, they won't win the conference championship and they won't represent the group of the group of five. They won't be the group of five representative in 
the New Year's Six. Now, I know they've been in it with the past, what, two, three years now? They've been in like the past two, three years, correct? Yeah, I, I say that they won't do it this year. I think somebody else would do it um, this year. Who will it be? We'll, we'll get into that maybe uh, maybe a little bit later. We'll get into that. Um, on who I think will represent the group of five in the New Year's Six. But it won't be UCF. They will either lose in the regular season or they will lose in the conference championship game and won't represent the group of five in the New Year's Six. Uh, my other bold prediction is that the Big Ten will not have a participant in the college football playoff again. It'll be your second straight year that the Big Ten doesn't get in. Which will open the door for possibly two teams in one conference to get in. Because I don't think Notre Dame is going to go undefeated. I had thought about that. And I, this one, I thought long and hard about this when I said this just because I know... Um, I know Ohio State and Michigan fans are probably gonna kill me for that. What do you mean we're not gonna get in, bro? We'll get in. The Big Ten is, Big Ten is gonna get in. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's year one. Everything is new up there in Ohio State, and then John Harbaugh is just definitely on his last limb up there in Michigan. If they don't, if they don't get it done against the teams that they need to get it done against, which is pretty much just Ohio State and possibly Michigan State, if they don't, if they don't get it done by then. I mean, he's he's out of there, so that's that. So I'm just going to stick with those. There's, there's some other ones I could have thought of, um, but I'll just stick with that. Like I said, a lot of them, two or two, I think two of those probably won't happen, but I'm really confident in the UC, UCF one. I don't, I don't think that they're going to go undefeated in the regular season. Like I said, if they do, I don't think that they will win the AAC. Who I think will win the AAC, I think will be Memphis. I think Memphis has a legit shot. Like, legit. I think Memphis has a legit shot of going undefeated. Like, I'm I'm so serious. I, I, I think Memphis has a legit shot of going, of going undefeated. I mean, they start off at home against Ole Miss. It's going to be a close game, I think. Who knows what could happen with that. That's, that's tough. That's tough. But, I mean, like, those next – I mean the next like the next like few games after that, easy, easy. It, it might come down. It, it might the hardest game is that they're gonna I think gonna have is for sure gonna be against Houston. Um, that's come November. So I think if they I think if they get past Ole Miss, I think if they get past Ole Miss because they don't have to play UCF this year in the regular season. I think if they get past Ole Miss this uh, tomorrow. Um, if they don't have a hiccup in just Navy because of that, 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 that triple option is, is very difficult to, to deal with. If they get past that, if they get past a triple option against Navy, if they don't slip up against Tulane and don't look too far ahead against, uh, Houston for, against with SM, SMU and, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati is going to be tough. Yeah. Cincinnati is going to be tough. So I don't know if they're in the same Division or what? They're not? Okay. Yeah, okay, so Cincinnati is Cincinnati is in the in the East. 
of the athletic uh, American Athletic Conference in Memphis is in the West. Yeah, so I don't know. So pretty much, pretty much, if they, I think if they beat Houston and don't slip up against, if they beat Houston and don't slip up against anyone else, and if they can get past Ole Miss, I think they got a shot of going undefeated. And then after they go undefeated, I think they'll either meet up against either a rematch with Cincinnati, hint, hint, or um, they play UCF again. And I think they beat UCF this year. I think they finally get them. I think that's the team that could possibly represent the AAC. So in the group of five, because I, I don't, I don't see any other, I don't see any other teams in any other the group of five conferences going undefeated or doing anything that well besides them. Uh, besides anyone from the AAC. So, them are my bold predictions. Getting into the last few games here that's been going on these past week, of course, uh, Florida edged out a close and very sloppy ugly game against uh, Miami, 24-20. That's kind of old news now. We don't really bring that up. But last night, college football kicked off around a lot of places, um, mainly um, – in ACC, SEC country, two teams that actually kicked off and it's going to play each other next week, actually. Um, Clemson, I mean, dominant 52 to 14 victory um, against Georgia Tech. Uh, Travis Anthony, uh, 13 carries, 205 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, dog. I'm sorry, 12 carries. I gave him extra carry. But, yeah, 12 carries, 205 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, just dominated them. Um, defense looked good. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, who, you know, a lot of people has him as a Heisman contender. He struggled a bit, but, uh, I mean, 13 of 23, 168 yards, a touchdown. Threw two picks. He only threw four all season last year. Threw two already. But, you know. It's the first game of the year. Things happens like thing happens like that. But yeah, for sure. Clemson just dominated and they just look like they're gonna run I think they're just gonna run a rough shot over the ACC. I don't think no one close on their schedule is gonna give them any competition within the ACC. They'll have a tough game against uh, A and M next week. I think that game is gonna be real close. Um and then they got Syracuse to, to for their second ACC game. But I mean like I, I mean like after that. Like after that, I don't think no one, no one is coming close to them. Like no one is going to close to them. They they after they get past A and M and Syracuse these next two weeks, they should fly by the schedule. I don't I don't think no one should would even come close to catching them in the ACC. And I don't think no one, I don't think no one could beat them. So I think they would go into the playoffs undefeated for sure. Um, and then Texas A and M. Texas A&M dominating as well over Texas State, 4-1-7. Um, Keller Mann, I think he had four touchdowns. I think he had three passing and one rushing. Um, threw an ill-advised pick um, when they were kind of up like 28 and nothing already. But, you know, uh, you know, just first game of the year, nothing nothing crazy about that. But for sure, for sure, uh, Keller Mann looked, looked pretty good. Um, yeah, they pretty much dominated like the whole, the whole entire game. So yeah, them two teams face off against each other next week. Um, I think, of course, that's next week. But don't want to give too far ahead. This weekend, I mean, 
dog, it's some, it's some, it's some, it's some good games this weekend. It might not seem like it. It may not seem like it because like a lot of the ranked teams are playing like unranked teams for the most part. It's only one ranked game. It's only one ranked game this weekend, uh, which is of course Oregon Auburn. We'll get to that. So I mean, it may not look like it, but there's a lot of there's a lot of great games to look into. Like I mean, man, like FAU on Ohio State. Uh, like I said, it's Justin Fields first game starting quarterback Ohio State. Um, FAU Lane Kiffin. Um, just interesting to see how that how that's gonna go. Um, Duke and Alabama. Uh, I don't like to say the game won't be close, but just as far as impact and everything else. Um, just seeing how much uh, Alabama is going to um, rebound from the beating that they took the last time we saw them from Clemson. Uh, I think another interesting game to look at is going to be Georgia, Georgia Southern and LSU. Because, you know, Georgia Southern runs that, that triple option. And, I mean, dog, like, <laughs> when you when you see that, <laughs> you know, when you see that, right, when you see that you have to face a team that runs, you know what I'm saying, an option, especially it's your first game of the year, man, you are spending all spring camp, summer camp, and the rest of fall camp. Like, you're spending all that time. You are spending all that time to make sure that you know how to defend that option, man, because it, it, it's tough. It is tough to defend at, at, at any level, college, high school. It, it is tough to defend uh the option man especially the trip option it's just it's tough to defend so um a lot of big a lot of big games a lot of big games and i mean as far as upset alert i usually like to do upset alert we i like to do upset alerts um i don't i don't know if there's really gonna be too many uh any upsets it's already been one actually central arkansas upsetted western kentucky last night uh 35-28 and West Kentucky was up twenty one to nothing, so that's 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 already a upset. <laughs> Minnesota squeaked out a seven point win against South Dakota State. Um, as far as any other teams possibly getting upset, I I, I really don't know. I don't think no one's really on upset alert this week, if that's what you want to call it. You know, because like I said, a lot of a lot of everybody is pretty much playing. You know, cupcakes. It's cupcake week this week. Um, a lot of teams just want to find a way to get their first dub of the season. So, I'm really, I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. I don't, I don't really see one. I don't really see one coming anytime soon. So, um, no major upsets. I don't think no one's on upset alert this week. So, we can go for that. Now, we get into the end here of the podcast and what we're going to be doing here from now on, especially with the uh, football season going on, we definitely going to get predictions and try to go back on this. So this is going to be my first week giving predictions. I'm going to try to see if I can get most of them right. Um, if I don't, I need, I don't know. We need, we need like some, I need like some consequences or something like that. Not consequences, but um, I guess in the center to see what happens. Like, I don't know if we should do it week by week or just overall when I call the games. Um, I don't know if y'all listening. Give me some ideas to figure out, like, what to do. 
um, I don't know, something like wearing a rivalry team's like jersey or something like that or anything like that if if my record isn't at a certain point or if it's under 500 or if I'm over 500, what should I do? Should I do it over the full season or should I just do it week to week? Um, I usually try to get like six games in. Um, but what will happen is, is since this is college football and this is open week, I'm probably just I'm just gonna do three. But usually I try to get six games in for an even number. And usually I split I usually I split it uh three NFL, three uh college football. But of course, NFL season hasn't started just yet. It'll start next week. So next week there will be another podcast coming. These these podcasts are gonna come like like this down pretty much. So next week um is what we're gonna be doing and Everything like that, um, we'll be getting into that. So right now, I just do three. Just give me some ideas if you can listen to it. Let me know what, what you think I should do with that. So um, first game up on deck, we got Florida Atlantic against number five, Ohio State. Um, like I said, I think it's going to be interesting to see that game, just all the different dynamics and the characters that's in it. But I think Ohio State is definitely going to come out on top. So I'm going with Ohio State over FAU. Next game, I got Duke in uh, Alabama, number two team in the country, Alabama. Um, interesting note, since 2008, Alabama has not lost a game in Atlanta. So that's from that's from opening kickoffs, Sugar Bowls. I'm sorry, Sugar Bowl is not, not in Atlanta. That's in New Orleans. My bad, y'all. <laughs> but opening kickoffs. Peach Bowl, if they've been in it, Peach Bowl, um, college football playoff, ACC championships since 2008, 12-0. They have not lost a game in Atlanta. Guess where this game is, y'all? Correct. It is in Atlanta. So it's going to be 13-0. I think, of course, Bama is just going to be way too strong for Duke. It's not even going to be close. Like, not even going to be close. I think this one is going to be a blow. It's going to get ugly, kind of like how Clemson did Georgia Tech. So, yeah, I think Bama puts the white 50, for real. I think I think Bama puts a 50 on Duke. So, I'm going for sure Bama over Duke. And, uh, of course, the last game on here on the docket, and I think, of course, it's the most interesting one and the biggest one of them all, already with college football playoff implications. And that's uh, number 11, Oregon, against number 16, Auburn. The game is in Dallas, I believe. I think it's going to be in Arlington, in Jerry's World. Um, you got your Heisman hopeful um, and definitely one of the top picks for in the 2020 draft as far as quarterback Justin Herbert. Um, is he a Herbert? Is it Herbert or Hubert? I might be pronouncing his name wrong. My bad, man, if I am. Uh, I'm Is it? It's Herbert. It's Herbert, ain't it? I don't know. I think it's Justin Herbert. But whatever. Number 11, Oregon. Number 16, Auburn. Someone is knocking on my door. I'm not answering it because I'm doing this podcast. I can't hear anything. But I think the interesting thing is, is of course, um, Oregon's offense against Auburn's defense. Auburn, I think, is bringing back seven or eight of their starters back from last year. And Oregon is bringing back everybody besides Dylan Mitchell, who started last year. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Um, it's, it's for sure strength against strength. 
I think starting out is going to be slow. Um, not going to be really that entertaining as people think it's going to be just because Auburn is starting a uh, Auburn is starting a freshman quarterback in Bo Nix. I mean, he's coach's son. I think he's going to be okay. I think it might take him a, take him a, a series or two to get, get some rhythm going and everything like that. Um, I think Oregon might come out strong. But I don't know if it's going to be enough. Um, I think it's going to be close, though. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Auburn. I'm going to say Auburn's going to win it. Uh, I'll give this one a score. 27-21. Like I said, I, 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 I think Oregon will come out, get an opening touchdown or two, do stuff like that. But... I think that in the end, Auburn's defense is going to prevail. They're going to finally make some turnovers. And I think that Auburn's going to come out on top. So there we go. Just to backtrack it, I got Ohio State over FAU, Alabama over Duke, and I'm going to go Auburn over Oregon. But I won't be surprised if Auburn, if Oregon won. <laughs> I won't be surprised, but that's definitely what I'm going to go with. So, like I said, man, be sure to subscribe to all this stuff. Um, follow me on Twitter at I am underscore M Sanders underscore. Uh, today, I will be at Page High School on Friday Night Lights. Seagull High School against Page High School week two um, of high school football here in the state of Tennessee. That's where I'm located at. Um, Going to be interested to see that. Like I said, man, follow me on Twitter at I am underscore M Sanders underscore follow me on Instagram at Easy Money Sanders. Man, if you can follow me and subscribe on SoundCloud too, just to keep it on there for this Easy Money Sports Podcast. And also, like I said, I'm going to try to get this one up on Apple. If I can, I would definitely do it and it will be on there and I will let you know. If not, I'm just gonna drop the SoundCloud link link again. And we're gonna be back again next week. Uh, hopefully, I can get some people on this time. Maybe. If not, it'll be another solo one. I don't care because at this point, they're about to start rolling in. Just depending on what's happening, they're about to probably start rolling in here. So, man, for real, y'all, y'all be safe out here. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy this time as football season is here. We finally got something on here to watch, man. So, y'all be out. Peace.